Welcome back to Heart to Heart. I am Batsheva Hart, your host. I am so happy to be back. It's been a while. It's been a hot minute. I finished season one and I've been wanting to come back. I was just figuring out the right time for me and end of summer felt like the right time. So here we are. Thank you for joining me again. If you haven't watched or listened to season one, you should do so now. You can listen to it anywhere podcasts are available. And let's get into it. My first episode back is called Falling in Love, dot, 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 again. And that is because, guys, I am very happy to share that I fell in love this year. I'm no longer in love, but I did find it. So that's exciting. It's something to celebrate, right? So the beginning of the year, I told you guys that I was manifesting a boyfriend for myself. I was ready, ready to take that next step ready to be in a relationship. I did the work. I was busy on the dates and now I'm looking for something real. And in order to really do that, I felt like I needed to delete the apps because I quite literally felt like anybody on an app I had been on a date with already for real. Like I remember I, since the summer, I would like delete the apps, take a break, go back on, delete them, take a break. And then in December, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to play for hinge premium. And I'm going to put in all my preferences. And I literally, anybody on the app that like seemed interesting to me, I had already been on a date with them. So I was like, fuck the apps. I've done my time there. And now it is time for me to try a different avenue. So I put my energy into friend setups or in-person meets. So starting like November, December time, anyone I would meet through a friend, I would be like, I'm single, set me up with a nice guy, obviously. So obviously don't like shout from the rooftops. Everybody I'm single, set me up. But like anyone I would meet that was through a friend who I knew was a good human, I would be like, I'm single. I would love for you to set me up. And in January, a friend of a friend reached out and said, I thought of this guy for you. Like, do you want to be set up? And I was like, hell yeah, I'm down to be set up. It was right before I was moving to Miami and I remember telling my friend, why don't I just meet him when I'm back from Miami? I'm leaving for a month or two. And she's like, go on one date with him. If you don't like him, then you won't see him. And if you like him, great, you'll see him when you're back. So that was the energy I put in. Like, I don't know if this is going to be anything. Like, I'm moving. I'm not. I kind of had released this thing that I was going to meet someone because I'm like, I'm moving to another state for a little while. And I was still going on dates because I like male companionship. And I, even though I had deleted Hinge, I was still on Raya. I know guys don't be mad at me. But to me, Raya is more of like a fun app and it's great for traveling. And I was moving to Miami and I didn't know a lot of people. So I'm like, this is a great way for me to meet people, whether it's girls or guys, it doesn't matter. Like I'll have friends out there. And I was just matching with a lot of Miami people because I'm like, great, I'll move down there. I'll hang out with people. I'm not going to be looking for anything because I'm only in Miami for a hot second. So it doesn't really matter. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. I go on this date. I never do a first date on a Friday night, but I just had so many things going on because I was leaving that this was the only night I had available. And I was like, would you be down to do a Friday night? So I will give him points. I'm going to give you guys some points. And I shared this in my best date story. You guys didn't know who I was talking about. And you still won't know who I'm talking about. But he called a car to pick me up, which obviously, like, if this was a stranger, I don't think I would have given them my address. But being that it was a friend of a friend, I felt comfortable doing that. So obviously, like, be safe. Um, it didn't end up actually picking me up from my, I, ugh, from my apartment. I was out to dinner with friends and picked me up from there, but I just thought it was nice. Like it's always nice when a guy sends you a car to pick you up for the date and it picked me up and then him cause I was farther away. And in the car, he had little shot glasses with chasers of tequila. They're called shooters. I think cause I already discussed this once and you guys commented on it and it was a great way to break the ice. And now I'm not going to say to you guys that like, I don't believe in love at first sight. I didn't have love at first sight when I met him, but I had like love at first date. This was the best date, first date I had ever been on in my life. And I had been out with 90 other men. And this was just like, if you've never experienced this, you're not going to understand what I'm saying, but I'm going to try my best to explain it to you. It was just like, everything was flowing. Everything he was saying, I was like, oh my God, me too. Like, is this person real? I had just been working on my perfect man list and like everything he was saying just like aligned with what I wanted so much that I was like, holy shit. Like, damn, like I met a really good guy. Now I wasn't like getting ahead of myself with anything, but I was just like, I remember we met at nine and I went to the bathroom and I like stumbled off my chair because I'd been drinking a lot and I come back and he's like, it's 1am. And I'm like, what? Like we just had a four hour date and I didn't even realize I didn't even get up to pee once. Like that said something. And I was like, damn, like I like this guy. So, but I was leaving in two weeks. So from then on, we kind of saw each other, like not every single day, but we saw each other pretty frequently and I remember being like really taken back by it because it wasn't what I was expecting for myself like when I was planning on going down to Miami in my head I'm like I'm being single right now and this is my last hurrah because I know I'm getting into a relationship this year like I feel it in my bones I know the universe is going to bring me someone so this is my last hurrah. I'm going to have fun in Miami. I'm going to be carefree. I'm going to date around. I'm going to hang out with my friends. I'm going to do my thing. I was not expecting to be put in a situation where a relationship could happen. And I remember I was leaving on Wednesday to Miami and I told him that I really wanted him to come visit me. And he was like, well, I don't know that I'm going to come visit you. Like if we're not together, like I'm sure I'll come, I'll be in Miami. I'm sure I'll see you, but I'm not going to come to you which was completely valid. And essentially he was asking me to be exclusive with him. And we had only been seeing each other for like two weeks. So I felt like, ooh, that's like really fast. Um, I've also never been exclusive with anybody. So like the thought of being exclusive with someone was really scary to me. Like that means I can't talk to other guys. And I know you guys are maybe listening and I'm sure some of you are judging me and being like, what the hell is wrong with you? But like, that was scary to me to turn myself off because I'm like, I 
married someone I thought they were going to be my world. They weren't my world. And I'm like, am I ready to like give myself up to another person? And I know he wasn't asking me for anything. He wasn't asking me to marry him. He was literally asking me to not talk to other people. But in that moment, I said, no, I was like, I don't think I can do this right now. Like we just started talking to each other. Um, it's not something I'm comfortable with, but I was like, I'll think about it. And he was like, okay, like he didn't put pressure on it. He was just like, this is what I think. And this is what I would want. And I respected that. I don't even know if I ever ended up telling him this, but I saw my ex husband before the day that I moved out of my apartment. And cause I had to give him some stuff and we had a really beautiful conversation And one of the things he mentioned was like, he, you know, you don't need to like date a million people. If you find someone you like, like, why don't you just focus your attention on one person? And I was like, you know what? Like, you're right. Like I was always on the headspace and in the mindset that you should be talking to a bunch of other people until someone asks you to be exclusive because otherwise you put too much attention into them. And then what if they don't like you back and then you're going to be sad. And that's just like, I think, a mindset that I had to experience. But I don't think that's a healthy mindset because I think if you do meet someone you like, you should be open to just talking to them and see where it goes. I'm not saying that you need to. Like, there's no playbook you need to listen to. But I think that there is something to be said to putting your attention into someone else to like really get to know them without also focusing your attention on a billion other people, which is what I would do. Like I wouldn't remember like one guy would tell me something about his family and then I would mix it up because I'm on a date with someone else the next day and they told me a similar family story and I would stick my foot in my mouth all the time. I didn't remember anything about people from the first two dates because I never paid attention because I was like, I don't need to start paying attention to what you're saying until we get to the third date and then I'll then I'll pay attention and that's terrible like not cool of me I was not available in those situations and now I'm like am I gonna be continuing this pattern of being unavailable to guys because I'm not willing to put all of my eggs in their basket and try it out to see what would happen I was so scared of getting hurt like so scared of getting hurt I was miserable when I broke up when my marriage ended I was broken I didn't like know what to do with myself and the thought of feeling even like a bit of that pain and heartbreak again was terrifying to me and I was like no because I do remember there was a point through my breakup where I was like I never want to be in love again love sucks because when it ends it hurts so much and why do people do this so I was so fucking scared about letting someone in and like the possibility he wasn't asking me to marry him he was literally asking me to not talk to other guys and I was like absolutely not but then when I had this conversation with my ex I was like you know what like let me give this guy a shot I am of a firm believer that the more you hang out with someone you either like them more or you like them less there is no like the same your feelings are growing or they're retracting So I said to myself, I'm going down to Miami. I'm talking to this guy I really like. Let me just talk to him. And if I feel the need to be talking to somebody else or the need to be spending my time on the apps or the need to be going out on dates with other people, then I'll end it because obviously I'm not being fulfilled enough in this relationship or whatever situationship I was in. And that was the mindset I went into it. Whether that's a good mindset or not, like, I think that makes sense. 
because I was like, I either will like him more or I will start to like him less. The day that I leave, I tell him, let's be exclusive. I didn't even tell my friends because I was so scared to tell them that I'm exclusive with a guy that I've been seeing for two weeks because I know that they probably would have been like, what the fuck? But I do have to say, because I knew I was leaving, we had like a lot of like intense conversations, like saw each other way more often. Like previously, if I met a guy, I would go on a date with him once a week for the first month. Not that I ever saw anyone that long, too many people for that long, but like I definitely didn't see them every single day for a week. So I felt like we had progressed. Like our two weeks was probably equivalent to like someone else's like month and a half of time of being together. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And throughout this process, like the reason that I'm sharing this experience is because I'm sure there are people out there who have been through a heartbreak and it was so devastating to them that the thought of opening themselves up to someone else is so scary and they just don't want to do it. And this was something that I really, really struggled with with him was letting myself go. And being open to being vulnerable and being open to letting someone in with the possibility of hurting me. Like that was the scariest thing. I'm like, I will let this human into my life. I will start relying on them. I will start going to them for support. And what if they end? Like that's what happened to me before. Like that could happen again. And I was, every step I would take, I have to give him so much credit because he was so patient with me and so understanding and had such a high emotional intelligence to honestly put up with my fears and my previous trauma within relationships because he did not force me to do anything or to take any steps. He voiced what he wanted and told me where he was feeling and where he was at, but gave me the freedom and the time and the flexibility to meet him there. And I will forever be thankful to him for that because I needed that in my life. I needed someone who would be patient with me, who would understand that, yes, I have feelings for you, but I've also been through a lot of relationship trauma and therefore it's going to take me time. I also would love to remind you guys, I never had a boyfriend in my life. I don't know what dating in the irreligious world looks like. All I knew of dating was like my friends who went on shidduch, which is like matchmaking dates where you date someone for six days or six dates and then you get married to them. Like I had no experience with this. I met my ex-husband when we were 17 casually. We like per, you know, we dated in secret because we weren't allowed to date. We would just hang out at each other's houses and it was super casual. We were teenagers So I've never dated someone as an adult. I've never dated someone who has previous relationship history or just like lives on their own and is an adult and pays their bills and has work and responsibilities and friends. Like all the friends I made were like he made with me in my 
marriage. So this was so different for me and so unchartered and so scary that I was just so freaked out and I was very, very guarded. And I would try to like let down a wall and be so scared. And he's like, you have to let me in. Like, I want to be there for you, but you have to like be okay with that. Like you have to be the one who's going to let your walls down. And I remember he had asked me to be his girlfriend and I said, no. And I tried to explain to him because I said where I came from being someone's girlfriend, it's like, you're getting married to them. Like that's a form of commitment. And he was like, I've had a million girlfriend, not a million girl, whatever. He's like, I had a girlfriend in third grade, you know, like be having someone being someone's girlfriend. It doesn't need to be that deep. Like, don't worry. We're not getting married. Not that that's not what we're working towards, but don't be scared about that. Like you'll be okay. And I still was like, I need some more time. Like, even though I just, we're exclusively seeing each other. So I feel like this is a good time to talk about like the difference between like exclusive and being boyfriend, girlfriend. So exclusive is when you're like no longer talking to other people. You guys are just talking to each other, but you're not at the point where your boyfriend, girlfriend, where you're like putting that title. I don't think anyone should be in the exclusive period for too long, like more than a few weeks. I was in that exclusive period for probably like a month and a half. Um, He asked me again. I said, not ready yet. And he said, okay, let me know when you're ready. I know how you feel about me. I know that what we have is real. I don't need the title if you're uncomfortable with it. And again, so thankful to him. Like he did not have to do that. He could have said, if you don't want to put a title on it, you're not serious about me. Fuck this. And he did the opposite. He said, it's okay. I know how you feel about me. I'm here when you're ready. The title doesn't matter. And obviously, I think if someone did that to me, like a guy, I don't think I would be okay with it. So I'm so thankful to him because like, I know deep inside, it wasn't that I didn't have feelings for him or I didn't want to be his girlfriend. Like I truly wasn't ready and I truly was scared. And he knew that when I told him I'm ready, like that would be a huge, huge step for me. And eventually I did. We had a nice dinner, got a bottle of wine and it was a cute little thing. I made it a little sweet memory time that we could look back at and be like, that's the night that I asked you to be my boyfriend instead of vice versa. Something that I had to have, like I went back to therapy. I had a lot of like mental chats about this was letting someone in and being okay with if it doesn't work out, I'll be okay. I survived a breakup of 10 years. If this doesn't work out, like I will be okay. It's not the end of the world. I'll be able to get over it. And I had to tell myself this in order to let more walls down because the deeper I got into the relationship, the more I knew I would get more hurt. And that really scared me. So I had to constantly tell myself like, I'll be okay. Whatever happens, if this ends, if this doesn't work out, I know how to get over a breakup. The first breakup you go through is literally the worst. Mine was like the worst on steroids because it was a marriage. But I knew I got to the point where with myself where I was like, if we break up, I need to be okay with letting down those walls. I need to be okay with giving myself to someone because if it ends, it'll be okay. And once I really internalized that, I was better at letting my walls down and being like, I have a boyfriend and being good with that. Because the first, I don't know, month that I had a boyfriend, I would barely say it. I would be like, this is the guy I'm seeing. I would, or I would say, I have a boyfriend. 
I would like whisper it because I was like so embarrassed. Like, oh my God, I have a boyfriend. Like, who am I? I didn't recognize myself. So that experience of letting someone in was so life-changing for me. And the next episode, I'm going to talk about going through a breakup again because that's also very life-changing. I'm so thankful that I had this experience with him because he really was so kind to me and really helped me move on from the relationship trauma that I experienced. So if you're somebody who went through a terrible breakup, first thing I would definitely recommend when you start getting back into a relationship, like I hadn't been in therapy for a while because I felt like I did the work I needed to do. But then when I started this new relationship, I went back because I'm like, I have shit I need to deal with. I realized that a lot of that certain things that I didn't realize bothered me about my marriage. I never dealt with them because I didn't realize it bothered me until I was in this new relationship. And I had a problem with bringing up things that my ex did onto this new person and making assumptions that he's going to act this way because my ex acted that way. And that was really unfair of me. And I really had to do the work to be like, this relationship is separate from my previous relationship. They're not connected. I'm the common denominator, of course. But just because one person did something to me doesn't mean the next person will do something to me. Just because this person treated me that way doesn't mean the next person will treat me that way. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And I realized that I had a lot more personal growth and work to do on myself getting into this new relationship. Because you can do as much personal work as you want on yourself, getting over it. But until you're put in that situation again, it is extremely hard to do the work because you don't know what the work is. So number one, I would say, if you start getting into a new relationship, get back to therapy. Realize if certain things are coming up for you again. Realize if maybe you do have some relationship trauma that you need to work through. And instead of working through it on that person and taking it out on that person, you need to work on it on your own. And that doesn't mean that you can't do that within your relationship. Of course you can. I don't think that my relationship didn't work out with this guy because I had relationship trauma. I think that it didn't work out with him because we weren't meant to be together. But I think that it was so helpful for me to be in therapy, getting back into this relationship, getting into this new relationship because I realized that I had more work to do. So that's number one. Number two, I'm over obviously the breakup. So I want you to hear this. If you're entering a new relationship, you will be okay if it doesn't work out. Just because you had a brutal breakup doesn't mean your next breakup will be brutal. And if God forbid it is brutal, you're in a new place with someone new. You'll be okay. It's okay. You can't open yourself up to new love and new experiences And you can have the life you want if you don't take the dive, if you don't take the plunge. 
And something I really struggled with was, I remember I had to talk about this over and over again with my therapist. I'm like, am I wasting my time? What if he's not my person? How do I know? Like, I'm 30 years old. Like, I don't want to just date someone to date someone. And she's like, you will never know if he's your person unless you try. Like, don't push him away because you're scared of wasting time, quote unquote. Nobody you ever date is going to be a waste of your time because they're going to teach you something about yourself. You're learning so much about yourself. You're learning about how to be in a new relationship. You're learning about letting go and knowing also that if it doesn't work out, you'll be okay. And you'll learn from that experience as well. So I really had to focus on on telling myself that like, I need to trust the process. I need to go through the motions. I need to be okay with opening up and seeing where something goes and that this isn't a waste of time. And it didn't work out, but I will never look back at it and be like, that was a waste of time. I know that I grew so much and I'm so thankful that I had my experience with him because it taught me so much about myself. And in the moment, I really thought that he was it. And obviously he's not, but I think that I, that experience for me was so life-changing and I will forever be grateful for it. Something else I struggled with was I was always a single friend and I remember like two of my friends had recently gone through breakups and they were like ready to go out and have a time and like now I'm this girl who's in a relationship and I can't be like the fun single friend anymore like I'm not gonna flirt with guys I'm not gonna like go out and like be single like that's not just that's not what I do anymore like now I do more dinners and yes I'll go out with my friends but my energy has shifted because I'm unavailable I'm taken and I had this like sense of guilt that like I'm in a relationship and they're not. And like, I feel bad that like, this is my position and I can't be that fun single friend for them anymore. And I also had to work through that to realize like everybody's timing is different and your friends love you. They want you to be happy, hopefully. Obviously if they don't, fuck them and then you shouldn't be friends. But experiences happen for you and you should enjoy them and you shouldn't feel like your friends are holding you back because they're not. And I knew that it was all in my head and I knew that my friends didn't feel that way about me. But it was this like internalized guilt because I felt like when I became single, I focused so heavily on my single friendships because I didn't want to be friends with people in couples because it was hard for me that when I became the person who was in a couple now, I was like, oh, shit, like, am I not going to be a good friend to these people anymore? Am I not going to be fun to hang out with? So that was something else I had to work through. And ultimately, I realized that my friends love me and they want me to be happy. So, of course, if I find someone I'm happy, then they're happy, too. And the other thing that I also had to work through was getting into a relationship, not knowing if my ex was in a relationship. And I think, like, selfishly, I wanted to be in a relationship first before him just because I felt like, I don't know, like, it's easier if your ex moves on and you have someone than if your ex moves on and you're still single like I can imagine that would be hard and I had this sense of guilt that I was moving on faster than him like that's not fair like why I hope I want him to be in a relationship too if I'm in a relationship and I know that's weird and I don't know if everyone can understand that I think my relationship to my ex-husband is very special and that there's no like animosity or negative feelings like I truly truly wish him the best and want him to find love and happiness and a family. And I know that he wishes the same for me too. And I had to deal 
with that guilt of feeling like I was moving on ahead of him and that he wasn't at the same pace as me. But again, that is something that I work through and realize that just like my friends, just like I want him to be happy, I'm sure he wants me to be happy and that everybody moves on at their own timeline. Like I'm single again. I don't know if he's single or if he's seeing someone. I have no idea. I wish him the best. But all I can say is that when you go through a breakup, falling in love again is fucking petrifying. It's the scariest thing that you can do to let someone in. But that's the only way you're going to see where things can go. And if this person's your person, and I'm so happy that I took that leap of faith with him, that I opened myself up to being his girlfriend, because I learned so much about myself. And I know that the next person I meet that I have feelings for that wants to take that next step with me, I'll be ready to take that next step. I won't have the fear of what's going to happen because I know that I'll be okay. And I know that in order to see where something can go, you need to be willing to open yourself up. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope this helps you. Please let me know if you have any questions or comments about it. I'm happy to delve a little bit deeper. If you haven't already, subscribe, give this a thumbs up, five-star ratings. You can follow me on Butcheva Heart or at Heart to Heart and send me any questions or requests that you guys have. Have a great day. See you guys next week.